Rob and Samantha Johnson are motivational leaders in continuous pursuit of igniting positive light in others. Their positive energy and great impact on the world continues to inspire many to do and be their best. In everything they do, they give their all, and that is what makes them the inspiring power couple that they are today. and welcome to another episode of In Love With Me, where we feature inspiring individuals who will share their amazing stories. I am your host, Mate Yunon Velasco, and for this series, our topic is Finding Your Why. And for this episode, we have a power couple that I'm so happy to share with you today, and they are motivational leaders, spiritual leaders, and great mentors of mine, and very good friends of mine. So without further ado, let me welcome to you the amazing couple, Rob and Sam Johnson. Hi, guys. <laughs> welcome back to the Philippines. Mabuhay ang Pilipinas. It's so good to be back. <laughs> you know, it's such a blessing, and that's what I shared on my post, is that um, I have been trying to get you both on here because... Like I said earlier, you are an amazing um, couple that I actually met uh, separately also. And I've known you guys, both of you, for so many years. And you've always been this, you know, positive, um, you know, positive friends that I've had um, until now. And you guys are doing an amazing job uh, being such great spiritual leaders for many, many people. But I do want to share also on how you got to where you got. Okay, so I know Rob, um, you were an athlete before, and I'm sure you probably shared this to a lot of the, the people that you mentor and also guide, but can you please share with everyone um, how, how did basketball come to your life and why did you love it so much? Yeah, um, well, thank you so much for having us, number one. It's so great to see you. It's an honor to be on the show. Man, it's so good. Just, just love you and just love Nick and just love the family. So it truly is uh, just an honor to be here. Um, athlete, wow, so many years ago, you know. Um, most people <laughs> believe that I, that I was an athlete. <laughs> I got to go back. I got to go back. Um, but wow, I just had a love for sports. I, I, I did. I think uh, my, my father was in the military. I got exposed to sports. He was a good athlete. Um, and uh, yeah, so I love playing like all types of different sports. I love basketball. Um, baseball was my first love and I played football um, and I also played golf. So these are just sports that I just grew up playing. Um, so yeah, just loved it. Just loved it. And then Sam, um, I know that every time I am with you, you just have this beautiful smile. Your aura is just, you know, it makes people happy. You make me happy, even through your, now that we uh, somewhat keep in touch from a distance, all your pictures that you post, I always have this sudden joy when I see it. So can you share a little bit on how you are the empowered woman that you are today? Oh, wow. Um, it's so funny that when I hear of the word empowered, um, it used to be very differently, I would say, 20 years ago or 15 years ago. And empowered meant I would work extra hard. I would, um, I, I'm, I'm very organized and I love things being in order. But with that, come, with, with that gift of organization comes with the tendency to love control. Hmm and calling the shots and making sure there is, like, yeah. I'm sure like a lot of women can relate to this. And I, as I have learned through the years, empowerment means feeling differently. It is knowing who the true source of power is. Mm. And um, I have come to learn that control is an illusion. Mm. And there, there is one who ultimately controls my life, but not in a controlling way, but really has a bigger plan and go for my life and 
once that switched, I that's where the true power came in. I felt ultimately free to be myself hmm. and not feeling like I have to perform and accomplish and all of that. Something else shifted inside of me that felt like, you know what? I am going to enjoy doing what I'm gifted with and I can't wait to share that with others. It's not about mm -hmm. what I can accomplish. And uh, you both met in the Philippines and yeah. what a match made in heaven because you guys have both had a beautiful passion that you share with everyone. Um, would you like to share with everyone how you guys met? <laughs> <laughs> so depends if you want the 20 minute version, the one minute. We'll just make it real quick. The but quick one. The yeah. quick version. Um, I'm new to the Philippines, like brand new, fresh off the plane. You know, um, I'm just trying to figure out. I'm 21 years old. <laughs> in a new country, just graduated college, you know, um, getting ready to start a career here, or trying to start a career here. Um, and uh, yeah, we met through a mutual friend. There was a place, what was the place called? Pravda. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pravda. We had some friends who, who uh, yeah, they, 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 they ran the restaurant and, uh, and at nighttime, there'd be a nice little, they play some music, you know, kind of a cool little lounge. And, and that's where we met. We met there, old Pravda. Yes, and then um, when we were introduced, um, so I, I I tend to ask people who's not from here, like where they're from, and, I, and he said Nebraska. And I heard in the word Nebraska in the movies or maybe in a song, <laughs> or but I have never met this person, Nebraska. So <laughs> I think I always had motherly instincts. So I was like, how do you eat? How do you get around? Do you know anyone here? It was, I feel like he was plucked out of nowhere and just dumped in Pravda. And I was like legitimately concerned for his safety. She was. She felt sorry for me. That's how, that's how, that's how we, we used to hang out. Hey, do you got any food? I said, food. I love food. And then I, yeah. And where do you live now? Like, oh, I live in Wapwap. Or something like, oh, I live five minutes away. So, all right, if you need food, we have food. If you like, if you need to know anything how to get around the Philippines, just call me. And we were friends for a really long time after that. She was my, she was really one of my first friends. I had a couple, like, you know what I mean, friends that I've met. Uh, but, like, I was dating a girl. I had a girlfriend back home. Yeah. You know, and she wasn't, I think, I don't know if you just got out of a relationship or what, but she was actually the first girl that 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 I had, first that we actually started off as friends. And she truly was my best friend. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now we've been married for 13 yeah, years. Yeah. So, man. <laughs> this is how I remember you guys. I totally remember you guys like this. You know, we were neighbors in Wakwak, remember? Wow. And I would have like meals with you guys and all we did was laugh. Um, how I know you now is exactly what you guys were And go to Teriyaki Boy, that was our spot. <laughs> exactly. Actually, you know what? I was trying to find that photo of us back there, but I don't know. I, I just didn't post it in <laughs> Facebook. Maybe it was in Friendster. <laughs> Showing our age. Wow. I forgot about that. But um, speaking of Pravda, we have something in common. You know, you, Rob, you might want to ask Nick that, that story, but Pravda was also one of our highlights of our relationship. And, um, and <laughs> but, you know, there was good times, right? It was good times. It was a time where there was no distractions. I, I feel as though it was true friendships, true relationships, because we didn't have to post a picture together to show the world that, hey, I'm friends with this girl or that guy, or we were here, right? So yeah. I think that's why I see the inspiration in you both, as if, like you said, you started as friends first. And until now, I can totally see that glow. Um, Gene, I told you Gene was on here earlier. He, he He's actually saying on a comment, 
one of my favorite couples. Miss you, Rob and Sam. It's great to oh. see you guys on here. Oh. So, oh, yeah. Come on. Right. <laughs> so he, I think he, he did mention that you guys want to, you both were one of the mentors that he had with his journey with, you know, finding yeah. God, right? Yeah. Um, but before we go there, before uh, we talk about how, how much of a power couple you are, because you have God on your side. Let's talk about um, how did you come to be the strong men and women you are today? Of course, failure, I believe, is the greatest teacher, right, in our lives. So can you share a failure from each of you where you have defined, like it has defined your journey and resulted to where you are now? Huh. Uh, I've never failed at anything. Um, just kidding. I think my whole life. <laughs> I, I, I will say this, you know, I think coming over here, you know, uh, me personally, I had all these big dreams and, and aspirations to be a to be a star in, in, in the PBA, you know, and to make a name and, and, and to have status and to make my mama proud, you know, because um, I thought that would, would that would make her proud. And, if, if I if I accomplish those particular things, and anybody who followed my career, um, it was quick. <laughs> it was quick, and I and 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 I tell you what, I felt like my entire time playing basketball, is from the world's perspective, was a failure. You know, um, I, I came in, I mean, young, hungry, you know, passionate. Um, Pretty Yabang. I mean, you talk to anybody, like, man, this guy, he's a different guy. But it was just like, man, I was ready. Like, here I am, Philippines. I'm ready to to, 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 to make my name. And, you know, I just think my whole career, it was, it, it was, it was, it was good for me because it taught me a little about, uh, about humility, um, about the difference yeah. in culture. You know what I mean? So I would say if you can wrap up my little three-year career, playing basketball um, in the day, I would say I had a lot of high moments for sure, but yeah. overall it was definitely not the career that I thought was going to happen. So I would say that was a failure. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was a journey, right? Uh, and, and listen, it was the best thing that ever happened to me personally. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I was, we were just with, with Jimmy and LJ. We were reminiscing. We came in um, in the same year, and he had this long career. I said, man, you had the career that everybody dreamed about. You thought you had the career I thought I was going to have. <laughs> but I'm telling you what, it was the best thing that happened to me um, personally was the experience of those particular things. Yeah, yeah. so go ahead. When, I, when you said the word failure, I don't necessarily think of a specific event in my life. I think of attitudes or mindsets that I wish I had especially mm, um, in my, my late teens or early 20s because those were such crucial times of my life that I felt like would have made such a great impact on my life today. Like super practical things. I wish... Um, I wish I was better at saving money. I wish... Mm -hmm. um, maybe... Maybe it's not a failure, but I feel like I wish I had enough humility to listen to older mentors in my life who was trying to tell me the right things. But you know what? When you're 21, you just got away from people telling you how to live your life. But there were well-meaning people in my life that really wanted to make sure that I had the right mindset going to the rest of my 20s or 30s. And... If I was going to go back, I wish I, I was humble enough to listen mm. and be under a mentor so that I would, like, the next few decades of my life mm. would end differently. Good. That's good. But then again, you know, uh, like you said, you wish you had listened to other people. Uh, but you still turned out to be an amazing woman, you know. Um, I feel as though through those journey is what made you who you are, 
and it's very unique you know that's 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 the lesson learned uh, i believe yeah. to, for both of you i mean now we can laugh about it like rob laughs like man at that time i know how serious you were you were like the and one king so <laughs> back and forth right with handles and everything but you are both amazing right now and mm. um maybe it's because you found a new love maybe you found each other but I know also to add, to add to that question about failures, you know, how was it feeling the way you felt during the failures? Um, how did you overcome the self-doubt when you had those uh, feelings that day? Hmm. I think that's a, that's a good question. I, I remember this. I remember I had a moment um, that really changed everything for me, you know, um, I remember it was my my second year, you know, I was playing for Pure Foods, you know, I was kind of starting to get, you know, I was starting, I was starting to gain a little bit of uh, momentum, I think more confidence, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I remember, and I was going to church, like religiously, I think I had a, a faith, I wouldn't say it was very strong, but I felt like I was doing all of these, a lot of the good stuff, like I was maturing, I was growing up. And I remember one yeah. Friday, one Friday night, you know, I was, if you know me, my friend, I used to be out in the club all the time. Yeah. Uh, we I was right next to you. Family, you know, we was getting it in. <laughs> but, but one particular, one particular um, day, I don't know, I just felt like, man, there, there was something missing. And, and I prayed a prayer. I prayed a prayer and I decided not to go out. But I felt like, man, I was, I was living out my dream, right? And I found myself more lost, more insecure, more confused than I ever was in my life. This was at the peak of my little, my, my success. And I started searching, like, man, there's gotta be more than life than this. There's gotta be more. And I prayed a prayer. I said, God, you know that I love you. I said, but would you please reveal to me what's keeping me from like really surrendering my life to you? Not just playing you, not just me, but I'm talking about surrendering my life to you because this ain't it. This isn't it. Right. It was a, it was a sincere prayer, and uh, I'm, I don't want to get too much in this because I don't want to preach to you. But there's a scripture, and Gene knows this because I used to share this with them all the time. There's a scripture that we memorize, but it says in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "For I know the plans that I have for you," declares the Lord. Plans not to harm you, but plans to prosper you, give you hope in the future. I used to listen to that scripture. I memorized that scripture. But I liked it because it made me feel good about me. And, 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 and that particular day, I continued to read. I continued to read. I didn't like reading my Bible, but I continued to read it. And in verse 13, it says, if you seek me with all of your heart, you'll find me. And that was the time where I was like, man, I was desperate for, for something more. I was desperate for change. I was like, God, this is my sincere prayer. Reveal to me what's keeping me from surrendering at all. And 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 guess what? He did. He did. And my life was never the same after that. He revealed it to me. Um, so a lot of it has to go back to your identity. And and I put so much stake in whatever people thought about me. And at that particular moment, things shifted because I no longer cared. I would say for the most part. No longer cared. I never put so much stake into what other people thought. And um, at the end of the day, it was like, man, what God thought about me was more important than anything else. So that kind of helps me, you know what I'm saying, kind of get through it. So that's kind of a long-winded answer, but that was a moment. That was a moment in my life that everything changed. I was 24 years old, um, second year playing in the PBA, mm -hmm. and things shifted. My dreams shifted. <laughs> everything shifted. It shifted. So go ahead. Yeah, um Self-doubt. Um, mm -hmm. That's something that was that I really resonated with, which is there was a time in my life, and for a very long period of time, I cared way too much about what people thought of me. Mm -hmm. I put so much value in that, that which affected all of my life decisions, even the basic decisions, what to wear, how I look. Um, how to spend my money. It was really, now looking back, I know what it was motivated by. It was because I cared way too much about what people thought of me. And 
what a waste of energy, honestly. Now that I am where I am today, to say like, man, I gave that so much energy. And really, um, at the end of the day, when you give that so, when you give what other people's opinion of you so much power, you will live in a bubble of self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And I am just so thankful that when I finally opened myself up um, around people, around positive people um, who really love the Lord and told me like, you know what? That really doesn't matter. There is only one thing that matters of who, who thinks highly of you, who loves you. And, mm. and really, I got reminded too, like I need to be around people and friends mm-hmm. who love me for who I am. Yeah. And did not want to change me. And if they did, <laughs> and if they did, they did because they wanted my best self to come out. So I oh, love that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Memories, right? Flashbacks. You guys are good. Y'all are good. Wow, those wow. were good times. Oh my yeah, goodness. Was that Jim's wedding? Yeah, <laughs> one years ago. Yeah, that's wedding. I think that was a probably our other reunion uh, before everybody uh, like you guys left. Like a lot of other families we were um, away from, and that was like a big reunion, and it was yeah. such an amazing yeah. too, right? It was. Wow, we were just talking. About- <laughs> good job, good job, team. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in addition to what um, Sam was saying, you know, I can honestly feel that there are um, there is a moment of our life uh, we're only human, and we tend to overthink. I guess our looks, the way we, we dress, and and what we feed our body, or how uh, healthy, or if we have abs or not. And like you said, it, it is sometimes um, a waste of energy because instead of thinking that you are feeding yourself in a positive way, you're actually not, yeah. right? And that's when there, the stress, depression, and everything falls into place. But um, for the both of you, I know that you have um, a powerful inner strength, you know, because you just, you guys are just oozing with that. And even with Rob saying at 24 years old, you were able to realize, and that's still a young age, to know what your life was, its purpose, its its why, right? Yeah. So can you share, both of you, um, you know, um, whoever wants to go first, on what does it require to have inner strength? Um, do you agree that you have to have inner strength or thick skin to make it uh, in this in this life? I think that's great. You want, you want to yeah, say I can go first. Go ahead. Um, I think inner strength is um, inner strength is produced over. I I we're wired differently, so I'm pretty sure he's gonna have a different answer. So that means there's no wrong answers for this one. But um, with me, I have just made sure made sure that I cultivated a habit or a series of habits in my life that were non-negotiables. that is getting up early in the morning for me. Yeah. I would meditate and pray and really journal and spend time with him in God's word every morning. That has been a habit of mine for the last 15 years. Yeah. Um, um, no matter where I am in the world or whatever season I'm going through, that is something that just doesn't leave my calendar. It just doesn't. Yeah. Um, um, and I... And it's so important to cultivate mm. um, things, so to cultivate what I value. And for me, my personal values are integrity, loyalty, kindness to other people. And honestly, using, as I was sharing earlier, I wish I listened to wise people early on in my life. And I feel mm-hmm. like the redemption of that is God is using me to be able mm-hmm. to pour into younger women so that they would not make the same mistakes as I did. So everything is driven by that. And I, I am telling you, um, just with the crisis of COVID, 
COVID and this global pandemic taking place so unexpected, it is overstaying its welcome. Um, crisis like this reveals what I have been valuing um, all my life. It doesn't diminish it. It, it. it actually enhances what I've been valuing so that when this disruption comes, it reveals mm. what I have been um, standing my feet on and who I who is the true source of my strength. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, inner strength is not something a pill that you swallow overnight. I wish there was mm -hmm. what? Because I'll buy it, you know? Um, <laughs> you really have to do the hard work of choosing your friends, choosing what you feed your mind, and having these daily habits that take precedence over the rest of your stuff. Because whatever you value and prioritize will immediately, like, really manifest itself in times of crisis. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great answer. Um, I think for me, <laughs> honestly, I'm probably a little bit more, I won't say practical. That's very practical how she, but for me, I think what was the most freeing and most liberating thing for me, because we live in such a culture in a world where you have to earn, you have to gain, you know what I mean? Approval, success is earned. It's that you always have to get somebody's approval, right? Um, playing time as a, as, a, as, a, as a player, it's like, man, I have to get the coach's approval. But I'm telling you, one of the most free things for me was realizing that my identity was not based on what anybody else thought about me. And, and I'm telling you what, and, and you talk about strength, I realized that, that I'm not strong. When I realized that I'm not strong, that I don't have to portray this big, strong athlete, this persona, it was the most liberating thing. The truth was, I'm very weak and I'm fragile. And, and God's word says when I'm weak, he is made strong. So I think for me, the strength came in for me was realizing that I had to give up control of my life. That was it. Because when I said, again, when I said yes to Jesus and I really made him my Lord not and, and Savior, and I said, I surrender my life. I surrender my identity. I surrender. I surrender my reputation. I surrender it all because I trust you. I trust you. Then he says in his word, he gives us the Holy Spirit. You see, we're not when, when we're born. We're not born with the Holy Spirit. We're born with the conscience, and we there's a big difference. And, and, and when I said yes to him. And I developed and cultivated a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It says, greater he that is in me, that is in, in the world. That's a big difference. And the fruits of the Spirit, this is how you know it's love. This is, this, is, this, is, this is the gauge. The world gauges things differently. But now it's like, here's the fruit. Here's the results. Here's where you see if you're meeting the mark. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I did not gauge my success was not was not based on that. That was not my filter. My success was based on how many people asked me for my autograph, how many people thought, thought I did well, etc. Now I base it on those things. It shifts, it shifted everything. I realized that I'm really, really weak. He is strong. And the more that I allow him to get into my life then those things are a byproduct. I'm a, that's a byproduct of it. Man, that's where my strength comes from. The truth is, I'm a big guy, but I'm, I'm a pretty weak guy. Apart from Christ, I'm, I'm, I'm weak, 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 weak. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one strong man that we know. And I think, you know, your beliefs and your faith and, you know, I'm just in so much overjoyed for you to share that because that's something that I also want to pass on. You know, I guess maybe we were put in this world to experience what we experience, you know, be that vessel for God to be the powerful voice, you know, mm. um, to be that bridge because yes, we are all 21 thought we knew everything <laughs> thought we were, you know, yeah. don't have to listen to anyone. But at the end of the day, we went through it. 
Robin and Sam went through it. So now here we are sharing with you guys how mm. to be that best version of yourself yeah. and not miss out on the amazing opportunities that God has for you. Regardless really? how old you are, whether you're 16, 15, 13, 21, 25, 30. I mean, yeah. the younger, the better, right? Sure. Um, we are the way for you. And I'm sure there's a, a lot of our friends that can, can also attest to this. You know, we went through the hard paths, you know, and I thank God so much for even, uh, you know, introducing you both to me because you have been strong pillars through my journey. And until now, you know, Aww. Sam, yeah. I know this is when I, I'm 29, that was 10 years ago, guys. That's the perfect. Is in the back? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the wow. BGC. Look at that hairline. <laughs> <laughs> this was at LJ's cousin's house. You remember this? We had a little baby wow. union with my little kids at the back who are giants that now. Awesome. Right? No, Memory lane. But I I super appreciate you guys. You know, I know that um you are doing amazing work. I mean, Rob, you are now a pastor. You've married all our friends. Maybe Nick and I need to do a marriage uh, you know, renewal. We'll have you guys do a virtual one, <laughs> right? Um, but okay, so going back to the, right? Uh, we talk about the key to standing out, you know? Yeah. The key of standing out. Um, I, I wanted to, you know, kind of bridge it to what we were talking about. Um, your advice for the youth and, you know, how is it important for them to separate themselves in order to stand out in a positive light? Mm. Wow. That's a, that's, a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> it's a great question. Um, you know, I think you answered it already, but anything to I, 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 I don't know if I answered it directly. So I, I, I'll say this, you know, um, I think standing out, is, our, our, our generation is different, right? I mean, we didn't grow up with social media. We didn't grow up with Instagram. We didn't grow up with Facebook when I when we were that age. It's very different. You know what I'm saying? So um, when I think about like standing out, um, I would probably ask a couple questions. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, stand out for what? Like, why do you want to stand out? You know what I'm saying? You know, I heard I heard somebody say, man, be you. Everybody else is taken. <laughs> Everybody wants to be somebody else, right? Everybody, I mean, and it's good to have idols, it's good to have people to look up to. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel like it's important to discover who you are first. Right. Not what anybody else says about you, but who you are. And when I think about like dreams, I remember when I used to dream like my goals, I would have all these big goals, these BHAGs, these big, big, hairy, audacious goals. And at the end of it, guess who was the hero in my goals and in my dreams? Me. I was the hero. I wanted to make all this money and give all this money away. And, and then like I started to search really my heart and the motive behind why I wanted to stand out. And what I realized, it was all self-glorifying. Like I could do things in the name of God and certain like that, but at the end of the day, it was still all about me. You know what I'm saying? And I had to come to terms with that. And I couldn't reason that out because only God knows your true motive. Sometimes we can be fooled. <laughs> Sometimes we can be misled to think about those things. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, man, stand out. How you can stand out is, man, be the best version of you and realize that life is not about you. You know what I'm saying? When I, when, 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 when I said, who is the hero in your dream? If you're the hero in your dream, it's like dream a bigger dream. It's got to be about, it's got to be bigger than you than you. So that's what I would say. Honestly, I don't think it's hard to stand out in a culture where everybody's trying to be like somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Embrace your uniqueness. Embrace who embrace your flaws. You know what I'm saying? Embrace that. Know that God has not made a mistake with you. You know what I'm saying? Like lean into that at a young age and I'm telling you what you're going to 
would hold a lot of heartache and disappointment. So that's what I was. I don't know if that answered, but maybe, maybe you have a better answer for me. I don't know if it's a that. better answer. I just have a different, slightly different perspective. I just think standing out mm-hmm. is overrated. Yeah. I I just think we put way too much value. And I get it. Like, it's not that I don't believe. We're all called to be unique. Mm. We all have God-given gifts that no one else has. That Mm. is a given. Mm. But I feel like if we just um, continue to use that to make Mm. other people better, I feel like that matters way much more than me standing out. I Mm. just... I I would rather be known for as someone who has made other people better, who has made other people stand out, versus me standing out. It just yeah. It it maybe it's like a drug. It's fulfilling for that one second where you get where you get the hundred thousand likes, but then again, it mm. you, you have to get that fix again for the next. I, I just don't think it's that valuable. Mm-hmm. And and I would say like. Knowing what I know now, it just feels way more fulfilling. Mm. And honestly, there's there's no joy comparable to mm. when you see people you love mm. that you have poured into and and mm. just spent time with That's so shi- shining wow. and being the best selves. Like I I'll be I'd rather be known for being the best cheerleader <laughs> of someone else. Wow. Um, that's good. That's for me. That is, and that is the picture of God that I follow, mm. of the Jesus that I follow. That's who mm. he is. So that's good. I can't imagine. That's good. Giving, uh, yeah, that's. Just, <laughs> I'd rather be known as the greatest cheerleader. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. that man, something about that. I want to be somebody who builds. Like, I don't want the platform. I want to. I wanna I wanna steward it well. We wanna steward what we have well, but it's really not for us, it's for other people. And um, yeah, so I just think that's the that's the servant mindset. You know what I mean? We we wanna try to like us, we model our lives after Jesus. And and, and it said it said it said the son of man didn't come to to be served, but to serve. It's like, man, how do you serve somebody else's dreams? How do you be that? You know, over here you know, being in the Philippines. There's a lot of people that talk about a crab mentality, right? And it's like, man, right. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want that. I want to be a builder of somebody else. So, good job, babe. That's strong. <laughs> and that's why I love you both because I feel as though when I shared earlier, you know, it was God's way for all of us to meet and, and somewhat be that powerful voice. Because you know, and that was my number one motto. Also, is you know, I am the number one uh, motivational uh, cheerleader of your uh, your life, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking to others. Um, so and that's cool. something that I uh, love to share. And for, for Sam to even point out, yeah, the biggest cheerleader, cheerleader is the key person in your life to really make you uh, empowered or inspired to, to live your why, to live your purpose. Mm-hmm. And for you both, you know, I have to ask, you mentor a lot of people. You know, you you are uh, an amazing pastor, Rob, full of energy, even you, um, Sam. So how do you guys keep this inspiration so full, you know, mm. so 100% or even 1% always ready for others? Because I know, I mean, I have learned or am, I am also being mentored by uh, life coaches and they, they share with me, they do hear a lot of stories. People do yeah. vent a lot to them asking for help and i know you both are pretty much that uh you know the the strong pillar for others yeah so how do you stay so motivated (laughs) it's a great question (laughs) um this is my best friend and um you know honestly if we're not doing well we're not giving anything out you know what i'm saying so i just know she's my first priority um and I mean, it's 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 like, it's like, she's my this this is my this is my bull right here. This is my beautiful. <laughs> you know. So for us, I do think just having a strong marriage is so key. 
You know what I'm saying? I, it's like, <laughs> dang, you, hey, these photos are making me laugh. <laughs> 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 she threw me a, 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 a 70s party. No, it's a 90s. 90s, my 90s bad. 90s, 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 90s prom. That was in the 90s outfit. No, I, I do think, I think, I think here, like, I'll be honest with you, as a husband, you know, like, I, she gets up earlier than me, but I will tell you this. She used to do it every day. Now, not as much, but almost every day. I'll still be sleeping, and this is what gets me. She'll shower me with kisses, and she'll always tell me, <laughs> I love you, I'm proud of you, you're a good man. You're a good man. Like, she would always build me up. And I know I would not be able to do what I do without the support of my wife. You know what I'm saying? So that's like you can only give what you're receiving. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think number one, man, having people in your life, you know what I'm saying, to to build you up, I think is important. But I do think cultivating a, a, a lifestyle of making sure that God is pour, allowing God to pour into you, you know what I'm saying, so that you can pour out to other people. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could, I could preach a sermon off of that, but I ain't going to do that right now. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, mean, so like, I want to say this. I want to say that, but I'm not going to. Okay, go, babe. Your turn. Say it. It's okay. We have um, no time frame here, Rob. Come on. <laughs> on top of what you said, um, stay motivated. I just think um, I'm really, really careful um, of not spreading myself too thin or working way too many hours. I feel like I am now a big fan of reserving my energy mm. so that I have more to pour out. And that means I always, always make sure I have a day of rest, meaning a good 24 hours of not looking at work, not looking at emails. I just think it's just has benefited my mental health and emotional health. Um, but it's also, it's also that practice that, um, that really declares, you know, there will always, there's always work to be done. There's always deadlines to finish. And you know what? Um, I can't do it all. And it's okay. And it's okay to take mm -hmm. a 24 hour break. And and I do seasonally, I do take a social media break. I just, mm. I actually delete those apps from my phone. Um, I set my phone on do not disturb mm. from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. so that no one texts. Like if they mm. want to text me or call me, I just am not, I just have to set those hard boundaries in my life so that I can reserve my energy and, um, I, I do this monthly thing as well. This is super practical. Um, my birthday is fall from the 25th of February. So every 25th of the month, I set that I set a half day on my calendar. Every 25th. And I call it a personal inventory day. Like I always just take that half of a day assessing like how I am mentally, how I am emotionally, how I am physically. It's just an assessment time that I do every month so that I could do a really good stuff check because I could easily spend that day trying to get stuff done. And I have to do that for myself. Good. Right, one more thing. We like to travel. We always find rhythm where we can get out and get away. Um, yeah. and, and, and I'm not wired in the first. But for me, it's like I love to play golf. Like I'll do things for myself that will really finish myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Amazing, guys. Yeah, I'm so glad you were able to share your. It's not even a secret. I think it's just was um, great, great advice for for other couples, for other men and women who want to find a soulmate or even that best friend. Right. Um, at the end of the day, you know, as long as you are able to feel good with yourself, I think that is the biggest uh, reward on giving back to other people. Because you know, like you said, Rob, your wife is your rock. Without her, you won't be able to do the things that you do. And I feel as though all of this is from a message from God. 
God is the one that planned it all out for us. Right. And like you said, you have many more things to say and we can go on and on and on for hours, guys. So I will save it. You guys are going to be on here monthly. I'm going to claim it now. So let's do a topic that you guys want to really, really preach on and share to everyone. And this is a, a platform for you both that you're always welcome to. You know? Thank you. I love you both so much. Um, maybe before I uh you have any shout outs that you want to say thank you to or hi go ahead the wow. floor is yours I give you a shout out my shout friend. out to my favorite <laughs> 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 i mean this is such a gift to many people the fact that especially during this pandemic the fact that you're creating this excellent platform so amazing to keep people get in the right headspace and be motivated i just think it is such a valuable gift especially in this season so keep it up way to go um yeah. hey can i shout out somebody amazing. else you're amazing for real for real. i want to shout out nico the man <laughs> hey i've been seeing your photos man want to shout you out man keep up the great work you have an incredible gift man and, and your ability to to make things come to life, man. Yes. God has given you a gift, a creative eye to see things, man. Continue to lean into that, man. Um, so great, great job. Moses, I saw Moses, so I want to shout him out. He's I so big your, now. Your family, Team Belasco for Team the win. Team Belasco for the win. Yes, you know what? It's actually, it's such a treat to be able to see you today. Hey, I want to shout out oh, Jimmy Tejada. <laughs> man, but just anybody, man, thank you so much to anybody there listening who would actually, you know, um, just listen. Like, you don't have to do this. So, man, I am just know that we're praying for you all. Um, we love y'all. Okay, thank you. Um, hopefully we get the next, next time again. Next, next watching, he said, Robin yeah. Sam, so great to see you oh, on here. Hey, that's my boy. That's the big bro right there. He's going to hit you in the corner. He's going <laughs> to lock you up on defense, hit the open shot, rebound, but don't let him. Hey, he can, he can hit the jump shot, hit the three-pointer. Nick Belasco, my man. Hart <laughs> 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 um, is also here. He says the Johnson. <laughs> uh, Nick. Oh, look at I got the big hog. That's the big bro right there, man. But I think, man, Harvey, man, just love Harvey. I, man, I wish I would have just listened to Harvey and followed his lead. I probably would have had a, a lot better career. <laughs> Harvey came in. I mean, just this is, hey, I'm telling you what, I, you, I don't know if you've had Harvey on here, but Harvey was the is the picture for me was the model of how to come to another country with humility, with a with the attitude just to learn. You know what I mean? Man, he did it like he is the picture of how you should act when you are a Philip or or coming from another country to a place like the Philippines. Harvey gets my vote, man. Greatest film to ever. <laughs> He's my hero. I, and I think I'm, we have to I'm also thank um, hey, Harvey. Harvey, yeah, I, I, Harvey I, I, special. Big Harv. That's the big bro. Love that brother. And I think we have to, to give a special mention also. Um, Harv's and now Nick's also biggest mentor is Joe Fish. He says hi from Singapore. Wow, look at Joe. <laughs> Aloha, my brother. <laughs> Aloha, <laughs> my goodness, man. Ah, man. I wish I could go all the way back. All them fill out days playing. And I just wish I would have just embraced those relationships instead of thinking I got something to prove. All, all I, my message, I just got something to prove. I got to go, I got to go give somebody the business so I can be known, I can be seen. And I missed mm -hmm. out on so many great relationships and Joe's one of those, man. I just wish I would have cultivated that. So appreciate you, Coach, man. You are, you're a great man. And then Nick says, I'm listening to Harv now, daily. Told him yesterday that I'm learning from him. Trip, you mentioned that, Rob. 
Yeah, real talk. Mafia, you might need to do an online reunion soon. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Actually, I did have um, Ali, Harb, Nick, and Joe Fish at one, oh one um, episode. So I might have to have them back again. And Rob, you have to join in. So they can hey. have a reunion with these guys. Hey. If ever you want me on, I talk a lot. So I'll, I'll learn to be Yeah, quiet. I love it. I totally love it. One hour is not enough for us. As you can see, guys, you know, these two have been an amazing inspiration to my family's life, to many families, and I'm sure they can be for you too. So I would suggest you replay this whole thing and, and listen to it, watch it again, and um, watch out. They'll be back. And we'll be sharing more inspiring stories and, you know, um, tricks of the trade to live your life with God and to be able to feel and accept all the opportunities that he has for you. Okay, guys? Rob and Sam, I love you. I hope we can see you before you leave me in the Philippines. Again. Regardless, I'll be in touch. Okay? So I'll leave you with this, guys. Um, I, I can share. Um, Robin Sam's Instagram handles here so that if you have any other questions or just need that kind of uh, motivation to pick you up, I'm sure they're more than happy to answer them and give you more words of wisdom. So with that, guys, all you have to do is action speak louder than words. And thank you for tuning in in this episode of In Love With Me. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening in love of me series.